Ladies and gentlemen, it is the greatest time of the week, the greatest time of your day. It's time for the Scott's Take Shots podcast. My name is Cam Lee. TC is with me tonight. Brody can't be with us. Uh, but, you know, we're still going to have a great time with just us two tonight. So we're super excited to have you on here with us tonight um, and just get to be a part of another great episode. The second episode of the Scott's Take Shots podcast. And we'll leave it at that. So, <laughs> you know what? We might as well talk about it real fast. So there was, uh, for, you know, the guy, people that listen, which I really appreciate, you know, we had over. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Almost, almost 60 listeners for our first episode. Like that's crazy to Mind me. Blowing to us. I'm yeah. blowing someone from Germany downloaded it. So like, I think they might've thought we were real Scots. Hey, I'm part Scottish. I feel like they might've thought Scottish. we were real Scots. You're part Scottish. I'm part Scottish. You know, we're breaking racial uh, racial stereotypes here with that. But thanks, man. Um, <laughs> shout out to you, bro. So it, we did do another podcast that we recorded last week that was going to be released uh, Friday, the fourth. Um, but listening back to it, first off, it was a two-hour podcast uh, with one of my best friends from high school tour. Um, not, uh, his not his fault at all great content in it there's actually some decent content in it i was just at an embarrassingly drunk stage i had some issues that past week that i drank too much so that's my b um you'll see snippets on the instagram page follow us at scott's take shots um on instagram uh and yeah no uh, so me and thomas here are excited to have another episode we're going to kind of rerun this i'm going to stay pretty sober for this um but there's always reason within reason i have to work tomorrow but with that being said thomas what are we drinking tonight what are you drinking tonight so for my shot it'll be jack daniels tennessee honey again and then for my not shot it will be line and kugel's summer shandies so for my shots i'm gonna botch this pronouncing uh terramana terramana that's as close. You used Terramana your, tequila. Terramana you, tequila. You used your phonics. I tried. Dwayne the Rock Johnson's tequila, absolutely smooth. Ghost approves. Um, you got to try um, Ryan Reynolds too. I think it's like Airborne. A- Aviator. Aviator. Gin. That's what it was. Yeah. Good stuff. I use it with my uh, gin and tonics. Um, Ooh. Okay. And then you know we'll take a shot real quick. Ooh, Ghost is in the shot. Yeah, Ghost is here. Let's take a shot real quick before I talk about my other drink cheers let's have a good episode tonight yeah, make me spill it on my computer Don't you dare spill it on your computer again yeah well, that being said that's the one shot of my shot tonight and you guys may be wondering hey cam tommy has a, a non-shot non-liquor drink what's your non-liquor drink and i always go to my preference of high noon high noon refreshing crisp tastes good please sponsor me Really hoping they get to me sometime, but just a quick one plug at a time, my friend. One plug, one plug at, a time. at a time. Every episode, this is what you're getting. Hate to say it, but that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> one plug at a time, and it's gonna happen every single time. Oh, works 100%. Wait, hey, you know, if it works, man, and I'm literally just gonna shove it to everyone that said it's not gonna happen, it's just gonna be a big fuck you and a big i told you so 
That's that's what this is going to become. There's been like five people. That's I've had a lot more people shoot shots at me. <laughs> All right, you fuckers that are listening. Yeah, I've had a ton of people DM me like, hey, it's not going to happen. Give up your dreams. High noon for? Fuck you. High noon. Refreshing crisp for the people who don't give a fuck and want to have a good time. You have to have a sip every time you promote them. You know, that's kind of how it works. Um, (laughs) So kind of kicking it off, uh, Thomas and I are going to talk about a range and just a variety of things. kind of want to open it up with uh, a little bit of sports drama in the sports world, Um, specifically Floyd Mayweather and uh, Logan Paul. Sorry, not Jake Paul. Paul. Logan Paul. Paul. I always get the fuckers confused. He did. I'll I'll let you finish. Go ahead. No, no, no. Fire away. Fire away. Fire away. They just had a a press kind of a press conference. Press conference. Kind of. They were both standing and talking with microphones. It was more WWE than it was boxing, but um, they were both um, Floyd Mayweather guaranteed that he's getting a knockout. He also guaranteed that if, if they were up to it, he'd knock out both brothers in the same night. Oh, I would love to watch that. They're both. But like Jake Paul just just signed a fight with Tyron Woodley, who if, the people listening don't know Tyron Woodley was a UFC fighter. He did have good hands at a time, a respectable, real dominant fighter. And then he went on like a three loss streak and he's just not who he was. Um, and even Dana White has said that he's just not the same guy he used to be. Um, but no. So yeah, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather, their rules are real. Jake Paul. Real. Is it? Oh, sorry. No, Jake Paul is the one that's fighting Woodley. Logan Paul is the one that's fighting Mayweather. Oh, fuck them both. They're both. Yeah, I get them confused too. But Logan and Mayweather, their rules are real. Three it's rounds, really weird. three minutes, eight rounds, no judges, so there's no scorecard because Floyd Mayweather's always been a scorecard fighter. The guy yeah, lands punches, gets he his points. Steals what? He steals rounds and steals fights. Lost to Pacquiao, but that's just a whole other story. Um, I don't want to bore people with boxing talk all the time, but pretty much. 12 ounce gloves, which means the hands will fly. Um, and knockouts are allowed. If it goes all eight rounds, there's no winner. Apparently, Chad Ochocinco is on that card as well. Chad Ochocinco is on that undercard. He's back to Chad Johnson now, by the way. But um, he is on that undercard. And he actually, his whole career um, in the NFL, he used boxing as his offseason conditioning to keep himself in shape. He's just never actually been in a real fight. So this is interesting. And all of his boys are telling him, uh, you go end up like Nate Robinson or something like that. So he needs to. He ends up like Nate Robinson flat out on a mat. Nate Robinson tried to fight like he was fighting the hood. And then he got out. Dude, Kimball Slice had better hand, better hand placement than him. Don't disrespect Kimbo. Rip. I won't disrespect. Bless up, Kimbo. Bless up. Rest in peace. But. He had better hand placement. He at least covered his freaking face. Nate Robinson walked in covering the earmuffs. He walked in with the earmuffs and got popped. <laughs> Let me but, eat a fist real quick, huh? But in all fairness to Chad Ochocinco, it, I have, this is just a risky play. But during his career, he was known for having some of the best feet. And he could carve up cornerbacks, D1, NFL, premium level athletes, in a five or a 10 by 10 foot square. 
five by five foot. He, honestly, he could dice somebody up in a phone booth with how much room he had. So, and, and when asked like, where do you win the fight? Where, or where's the, where's the sweet science of boxing? Where is it? Is it in the hands? Is it in the mind? Is it in the feet? He automatically without a second feet. So if that's his approach and he keeps his hands in the right place, it might be all right. He how might long be did all right. do it with his feet? How long did Sugar Ray do it with his feet? Most of those really talented boxers, you know, were working Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather has the, some of the quickest feet in the game. He's 44 now, and that might be an issue. <laughs> I just, I, I've never liked Floyd's fighting style. I don't because essentially but it's same as like. Here's the thing. That's quality boxing. So I think one thing that people really mess up uh, and get confused about um, with the sport of boxing is they expect knockouts and submission. Uh, not like they expect heavy hands to fly like the UFC or bare, uh, bare knuckle fighting or professional fight league any of those leagues that are MMA or stand-up strike. Um, boxing is a very skilled and dedicated sport where watching people slip punches and watching people land one-two jabs that are soft but still score points, that's mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather style. A lot, of, a lot of respect for that. Or watching a dude literally just for six rounds of two minutes um, just hit somebody in the stomach, hit somebody in the, in the ribs and the stomach, and then – they don't look like it round seven or eight rolls around you hit them one time and they wince and fall over and shit it's like, hurts what? that shit hurts 16 ounces yeah, you're, not, to the you're, not getting, you're not getting a swollen eye you're not getting a broken jaw you're not getting like a messed up cheek your your insides are getting internal all organs are taking a beating your the liver shot is one of the nastiest shots in the game in any level if you land a liver shot and drop somebody oh Oh, that's porn to some people. Like people like that shit. Think about this. When the body was designed, nobody thought that you should put it through somebody hitting you in the in the side and in the space as long. And then you're willingly accepting that, trying not to get hit in the face while the, Gre- the Greeks in the Olympics are like, this is a great idea. We'll use cow intestines, hit each other in the face a couple boop, boop, times. Boop, boop. Cool. And then it comes to America. I'm Hundreds of thousands of years later, and it's rib shot, rib shot, hook, ab, ab, hook, uppercut, sleep tight, Rocky Balboa, you know, like, oh, man. Uh, The evolution of the sport's insane to me. You know, Um, the actual evolution of the sport, uh, of any sport, is insane. You look at the evolution of MMA, you look at the evolution of boxing, you look at the evolution of football. Look at the boxing, boxing was so like didn't even cut you off but boxing was just beautiful okay. with like it went from they literally had to fight on the docks because it was illegal to fight anywhere like all the states all the cities all of it banned all of it was banned so these guys had to fight on the docks the docks were considered open water like that's open water like territory. marina like yeah Yeah, okay so like in the boston harbor in the new york harbor like right in the docks of where ships would come in to trade and ports and stuff like that these guys would set up four posts and three ropes tied around those four posts and just had dudes slug each other and game no other because it was legal and now think about that in like 
God knows when. I don't know the time period, but imagine that back when John L. Sullivan, I think, was one of the best bare knuckle boxers, to go to where we are now with Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury just duking it out in Madison. Hello. Yeah, like, like uh, it is, and it's worldwide. It's worldwide. That, that is crazy to think about. Right? It goes from completely, completely illegal, like prohibition level illegal to endorsed and to everybody's losing their life savings on whether or not you win a fight. And here's, here's a popular opinion. Normally I'm the guy, like even in the first episode, I was the guy with the unpopular fucking opinion on some things. A very popular opinion is these dudes, these YouTubers, these they're bringing attention to the sport, which is great. That's awesome. I, I love seeing, you know, sports emerge. Like I, I, I was a part of one of the fastest growing and biggest sports in the nation wrestling one of the highest fast moving sports in the nation. MMA had something to do with that, but like you have these YouTubers doing it and they're kind of ruining the name of boxing. Yeah. They're hurting the reputation of boxing. They're hurting the reputation because it's pissing off the average fan. Yeah. They're not even the average fan, a fan that actually knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Of course they're going to be mad. I think they're, they're, very good they're very very good at getting a hold of the young young not too young but very young crowd which push the narrative and then they influence that young crowd to push the narrative on the people they're trying to affect like dana white like floyd mayweather they're just like all their all these people's fans are doubling down on what these people are saying and making life miserable for anybody that disagrees. Yeah. And and it's these like I don't even know what to call them. Like it's not it's, like it's next level from troll. Like it trolls shits that like you're just mad because Jake gets more money than you. You're just mad because Jake and Logan are rappers. You're just mad because they get more pussy than you. It's like no. I'm mad because like they're not that good. They're fighting subpar people. Like men I, I let me let me rephrase that. What get on Jake your soapbox. Paul, what get Jake on your soapbox Paul, I'm gonna get on my soapbox. I'm gonna fucking make a stand. Let's what go. Jake, what Jake Paul did to Ben Askren. Let's start there. I'm embarrassed at same ben, thing in less time. What? Said Jorge Masvidal did the same thing in less time. <laughs> Jorge actually knocked him out though. Jorge knocked him out because Jorge and Askren took a fall. Ben Askren took a fall. First off, Ben Askren, only reason he took that fight is he made more money than all his title defenses and his other fight leagues before the UFC and the UFC. He made more money in that fight in a minute than he did in his MMA career. Think about that. Like, think about that. He took a fall. In my opinion, he took a fall. Jorge Masvidal, that knee was probably one of the best knees ever, and it will probably be one of the greatest knockouts ever at the UFC. It's not embarrassing for him because Jorge timed it and scouted his opponent. Jorge knew what he was going to do. You watch Ben Askren's fight. I could have fights. I could have told you like he's going to try to take you down. He's going to try. That's the only chance. Only chance he's got. (laughs) Only chance he's got is to take you down, drown you in deep water, and ground about. When do you come in low and fast? A knee, a knee is perfect. Socket 
is pretty hard to avoid. I don't even think it hit. I think it hit his chin. I think he got him right on, right on the button. Like an uppercut? Yep, sleep tight. Because there was no swelling to that man's face when he woke up. After he woke the up. The fact that he had to wake up. <laughs> oh, he was, he was icicled, man. He was. Oh, my God. That is such a terrifying. Beautiful. beautiful. Terrifying. See, that's two different ways of looking at it. That was beautiful. beautiful. That was beautiful. That's a beautiful knockout. He took a fall against Jake Paul. I totally just lost my train of thought where I was going with the whole Jake Paul thing. But, like, Jake Paul has fought subpar people. Tyron Woodley will be his first respectable opponent in in a boxing match. People said that that about Askren. Askren's not a striker. No, Askren's a real fighter. Askren's Askren's a a wrestler. Askren's a wrestler, a national champion from, I believe, Oklahoma State. Don't quote me on that. Don't DM me if I'm wrong, all right, people? But dude was nasty and nasty wrestler. Nasty. And he still is. He he trains the youth. He does all that cool stuff. Like, um, and he's a good role model for the kids. Um, but like Jake and Logan Paul are not good role models. They fight subpar people, except Logan's gonna step in the ring. And on top of that, one of the greatest boxers of all time. So and on top of that, he's uh Ashkin's damn near 40 years old. He's Tyron Woodley's what, 35, 36? 36. And Tyron Woodley fucking hates him. So, like, Tyron Woodley has hands. I don't care what you say. Homie's got hands. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to switch this 180 on us real quick, Tommy. Before you do, before you do, I believe he was at Missouri? Oh, that sounds about right. They're both uh, close to each other. Oklahoma. And Askren. Yeah, well, you're in the South. You should know Mr. Arkham, Kansas. God, you're so far from home. Whistling Dixie. Yeah, I am way far from home. I miss home. Um, well, we're waiting for you when you get back. I'll be back soon, boys. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a, a podcast together in the same room if if we don't have to wear a mask. Not going to get political with that. It's a bad joke. Um, no, Missouri Tigers. He was a 174-pounder. All American. For all you 200 plus, that's okay. Hey, 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 hey. 240 now. I wrestled 285 or 275. I can't even remember the weight weight classes anymore. I was only 290 in college at one point. Only. I was okay, 300, but whatever. Um, And we're probably. I'm going to do a 180 because I don't want to talk about my weight anymore. Thomas, Uh, 180 on the dot. Firing the question, just answer it as fast as you can. If you could be one movie character from any movie, who would you be? John, nah, John Wick. Wow. <laughs> wow. I want my dogs to die, but I'll be a badass. I'll be a badass. That's your I, thought process. I said John Wick, Wick and I'm like, John Wick has had so much bad stuff happen to him. <laughs> Look, like mine, I would die at the end of the movie, but he's one of my favorite characters of all time, Jay Gatsby, without a question, from the great Gatsby. Uh, yeah. Mr. Gatsby is the man, and then he gets shot. But like the man. Wow. Yeah. I mean, or Jordan Belfort. I was gonna say Jordan Belfort. Jordan I Belfort. Was say- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like Jordan Belfort. Madden. I was like Jordan Belfort. Dig it, Steve Madden. Look at him go. Look at him go. The quaaludes are kicking in. Steve. Oh, my goodness, man. That movie is insane. And the fact that, like, they talk about, like, like, 
literally real every- person. He's a real fucking person, and his stories are all real. Talking about the Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, and he is is already a millionaire again. Jordan Belfort's already a millionaire again. The guy's a badass. Someone made a TikTok of like, oh, we have Jordan Belfort's old house. And they were like showing like videos of actual videos of the and, real and Jordan Belfort party. And he said, do not use a black light in there. <laughs> I hope you deep cleaned. And I'm like, Jesus, like. The man was literally walking around friggin' puss like it was his job. <laughs> Got the money. I mean, fuck it. Fuck it. That's a good answer. I think I love how we're on the same wavelength tonight. I, I think this is a good. Okay. We got a okay, good podcast at hand. I'm digging this. I don't know. There's got to be more. There's got to be another one. More substance. I, was, I, I love heartfelt Deadpool. character. Deadpool's life kind of sucked. <laughs> you really want like Tommy like. You're already pretty ugly. Like you're willing to go that extra step, dude. I don't want to look like a what was it? A a topical map. A topographical map of Utah. (laughs) Disgusting. A a, rotten avocado. That's what I was. I was trying to think of the avocado one. A rotten avocado. Rotten avocado that looks like it got fucked. Oh my god. I don't. Okay. Like okay. If you could be one superhero, who would you be? I could go the easy route. Go the easy route then. I don't want to. Are you gonna fuck? Like, are you gonna fucking say the black? Right, like, okay, this is like gonna this make me sound terrible. Are you gonna say the Black Panther? I was gonna say Falcon, bitch. <laughs> I like Falcon, Black Panther, kind of forever, but like, cool. I'd go Spider Man every time. I wouldn't go Spider Man because oh, no, life cool. gets hard outside of the city, man. You try to do that. You try to do that junk out here where I'm living. You, you swinging on windmills. <laughs> Tell me about that. I'm swinging on uh, farmland. <laughs> I'm actually going to swing into the wrong type of meeting, if you know what I mean. I'm going to swing into a rally and not know what to do. Like, oh, hey. hey first cost, Spider-Man's first costume. Meh. <laughs> Meh. Kind let's, of. Let's talk, okay. Okay. This is a debate that's always a good one. Top three Spider-Mans in order, right? There's only been three men to play Spider-Man. Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. How do you rank them? How do you rank them in See, terms of the, who's the, the problem, best Spider-Man? You got you got the problem of what have you done for me lately? That's a that's a real problem in this situation because he's he Tom Holland is recent. And Tom hey, Holland gotta says, take out the Avengers aspect of it because Tom, Tom Holland is more of a kid than Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield is a lot cooler. A Spider-Man than... wasn't a kid. He was, mm, he was a teenager. He was an older teenager. He was in high school. Yeah, Tom Holland doesn't represent that. Andrew Garfield Dead. represents a cool kind of go against the grain high schooler. Um, high schooler. What Spider-Man but, was? But Tobey Maguire re- represents the nerd before he got hit with that spider. It's true, and they came out with three movies with Tobey Maguire. Two for Andrew Garfield. Currently at two for Tom Holland, not counting the Avengers movie, going on three. Yes. But Peter Parker was nerdy and not looked at before he got bit. Andrew Garfield did not represent that. He was honestly like not a bad, not a bad dude. Like, chill. He was kind of cool, kind of up to bullies, but he was weak. Yeah. (laughs) skateboarded around the hallways didn't give a shit toby or uh, toby mcguire was like oh gosh mj likes me oh, oh. 
<laughs> is that? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Like, <laughs> no, I, I think that if I had to rate him once again, unpopular opinion, Andrew Garfield's the best Spider-Man that's been out there, followed by Tom Holland, followed by Tobey Maguire. And I'm not saying that third place is the worst place because they're all fucking great. Mm-hmm. I just personally liked how the Andrew Garfield movies, the Amazing Spider-Mans, followed I, the comics. They I feel like followed the comics. That's fair. I feel like Andrew Garfield did a great job of being witty, which which is like top three things Spider-Man is known for. Was he was a jackass? He was a dead. He was almost a Deadpool level jackass. <laughs> Yeah. Peter Parker, or yeah. Peter Parker, goodness gracious. Tobey Maguire, when he was trying to do it, he just sounded like the, the old uh, Peter Parker. <laughs> Your <laughs> accents, like, I thought my, like, from the last episode, I thought my, like, the Joyzy accent, or, like, the Boston accent. Boston. The Joyzy. Pepperidge Farm. Pepperidge Farm. But beside the point, let's let's keep moving (laughs) let's keep moving um one thing that i guess i really wanted to talk about um is we're upon this great thing uh as you and i were both d3 athletes and everyone that listens to this pretty much knows us so they know where we went to school go scots they know that what would you know what that is like going to a school like that it is the greatest season of all. It is D3 commitment season. That um, is, oh my God. It's dude. the greatest thing in the world. And like, PSA I wish announcements, the national letters of intent that are signed. Um, D3 schools cannot give athletic money. Stop saying you accepted a full time offer. So, yeah, you didn't accept, you, you accepted an offer to play on a roster. Sure. Which they would have gave you if you Regardless. did. Regardless, now like, gave it to you. don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. Like when you sit, when you put your deposit down, because you have to put a deposit down for the people that don't know. Uh, when you put your deposit down for school, they'll, uh, you know, you pretty much have a spot. You become part of the team. Now, where you end up on that aspect, that's all your choice. That's, that's all. How, that's how much you want to grind. That's how much you want to be like an athlete, right? That's how much you're dedicated to your sport. You know, I've seen some we had NFL scouts at our practices at one time. Like that we had, there's potential talent. There's a guy from uh, Whitewater. Whitewater just had a guy get drafted. Offensive lineman. Let's his belly hang out. He's my fucking hero. The Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. For the Broncos. There have been, we have had teammates go to the combines, regional combines. Regionals. um, And we've had teammates set records. Like, We've had a, we've had a dude from our school get cut by the Lions because they wanted to keep a Michigan State quarterback over him. What the fuck are you talking about? A one a long time before we got there. Oh, the trophy winner, Gagliardi, which is the D three Gagliardi trophy, which is the D three Heisman. That guy was cold. I've seen highlight tapes. Um, oh, I don't know why, man. The man was smooth. Um, no, so like D3 commitment season is funny to me as a high school athlete, though. It's it's funny to every 
pretty much every D3 athlete. D3 athlete, yeah. Even if you did, like, you were a top recruit for these guys, it is hilarious for us because – well, we've seen the other side of the we know. We know. Like, the grass isn't greener on the other side. But here's one thing that I will uh, put my foot down about D3 athletics. You're still playing NCAA athletics, and there's not a lot of people that can fucking say that. So, like, when I see other kids shit yeah. on kids in high school for, like, going to a D3 school, they can go fuck themselves. It's still, like, 0.07% of athletes. I'm looking it up. Yeah, go ahead. Search that up. Um I, I think people that shit on other people for playing at the D3 level got me fucked up. I just think the commitment aspect of it is funny as hell. Um, a little a little over 7% of high school athletes. So one in 13 go on to play. No, okay. No, that, 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 those numbers don't add up, Bob. Let's cut this. Nope, nope. We're just going to keep it running, baby. We're <laughs> going to keep it. I told you. Less than 2% of high school athletes go on to play um, college. 157. Wow. 157. Odds of making an NCAA roster, 47 to 1. That's insane. That's that's insane. And, it, and the weird part about it is that I know a lot of athletes that were eh, better, better athletes than me. But the thing is, is that you got to have the commitment to play. You got to have the commitment to take care of your own junk in the weight classroom. room, take care of your own junk in the classroom. We had teammates that had a 0.0 after their first semester. It didn't last long. I mean, I could, I could tell you, we could tell stories for days about the dumb shit we saw. Just as in funny stories, shit we did in the locker rooms. Locker rooms, great time. Weight rooms. I mean, our Thursday morning practices. There was this nice old man who would bring us donuts. Yeah, he's the he's the the man. The, man. the dough man. The dough man. Dough man. Yeah, the dough man. He would meet us after every morning practice on Thursday. Which our morning practices were at five a.m. Those days. Yeah, those were fun. Meeting at four thirty out on the field by five. Um, or was it 4 15 i don't remember it was, you had to be up balls fucking early as a college kid the great the great part about that that i remember is we lost or we got in legitimate trouble from the city of elma because we broke noise ordinances. noise ordinances because ah. we were blasting our freaking uh klingande by jubal <laughs> we were blasting that at like 5 30 in the morning and every surrounding house is like what in the flying fuck are these kids doing on the loudspeakers man we're about it we're about it we're about it like <laughs> if you don't if you're not blasting red red wine by ub40 at 6 a.m on a wednesday what the fuck are you doing with your life because we're not waking up if we don't have that no, like, I mean, you can get the energy going, the electricity, right? You can try to get people hyped up in the morning, but it's really hard to do. So you just need a little bit of jams, man. Like, Especially when we stayed up till like one or two doing homework. <laughs> I was a business major. I did not do that. I was a social major, sociology major. So you didn't do it either. Don't lie to yourself. Is a You had that creepy professor at one point. More than one. Oh, no, I'm talking about the one that, like, we had a professor on campus. 
We slept with student students, students. Allegedly. Yeah, alleged sure, allegedly. Um yeah. Everybody and he was homework. a great fucking time. He never gave out homework. He also when, gave us two weeks of no classes after when Trump won his first election. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was that was a good one. I needed that. I didn't like going to class. So hey, <laughs> two weeks off. I'll take it. You're not gonna hear me bitch about two weeks off. I got believe it or not, I got accidental. I got accidentally pulled into a march. Because it was extra credit to show up. And I didn't realize um, we were marching. I thought it was more of a protest. So you show up, you get extra credit. But then Thomas said, I'll be there. I don't know what it's for. Give me a sign. I'm fucking in. We started, they started handing out what we're going to say in our march. And then we started marching. You can't leave at that point. Wouldn't have been good. It what was it? What was it on? What was the march about? Come on, say it. Come on. We're not. We're never gonna make disclosure. We're never gonna make this podcast political. We're gonna say the stories. We're gonna tell you how it was. It, Whether you agree or disagree with what we say about it, it's not political. We're not going to dig into the politics of it. We're just gonna talk about how it was fucking stupid or fucking funny. There weren't that Don't many chants. There weren't that many chants. But one of them was my pussy grabs back. I didn't real feel. I didn't feel. Real <laughs> it was it was a wild protest, and I was like, that is that's a okay. I okay. You know what? Like, I can respect that movement, but that's a hell of a fucking chant. Like screaming that around <laughs> the city until we got to the president's uh, office door. The president. The president of our college. Oh, wow. You guys ended up on his front door. Yes, because the movement was to change the narrative of how our handbook and I believe it was, um, I want to say social media portrayed students on campus or something like that. It was interesting. It was a really interesting, I didn't particularly mind, but it was just, it was just wild because I didn't know what was happening. And then I, not that I wanted to leave, but I couldn't leave. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm in this now. My dick grabs back. No, it yeah. doesn't. It, it doesn't. Yeah. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> put, it, put it like this. I wasn't expecting to be saying that when I woke up that morning. Not a big deal. Just a, just a different deal than I was expecting to get. I'm talking to a bunch of people right now. So if I'm looking at my phone, apologize me. But I'm still not a... What? What? What'd you say? No. Um, someone said I have a voice that's similar to Joe Rogan's. And it's fucking me up in the head right now. Also, you have a comedy style that's a lot like Burt Kreischer. I love Burt Kreischer. He's my hero. Um, shirts on, so that's a win. God damn it. You literally are taking it off. Woo! Shirtless and free, baby. It's a podcast, you fucker. I'm the only one who sees your tits. I got Instagram. I have our Instagram handle. This is shirt freeless. I feel free right now. My dog thinks I'm a weirdo. My neighbors out the window probably think I'm weird, but that's fine. 
um, I'm doing the rest of this podcast shirtless. Um, I guess I walked into that one. Yes, you did. You're welcome, America. Shirt taking off presented by High Noon. High Noon. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you weren't ready for that one, you son of a bitch. Uh, Hold on, I got to take my post-commentary drink. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, God, man. (laughs) I'm dying. What are we going to do with, like, I... How long will this go? I don't know. I'm going to wait for that. I'm going to tag Burt Kreitcher in the next one. I already got High Noon on it. Might as well get Burt Kreitcher in on it. Bring the heat, baby. Call me daddy. <laughs> oh, you love me. All right. Now we're going to go back to a serious topic because I don't know how we're going to transition into this. Um, one thing that, you know, talking about high schoolers, you know, talk. oh, all right you're one for two that's all right 50 percent still a shit free throw average fuck you i'll go 60 tommy tommy likes trying to shoot free throws during our podcast because i talk a lot so when he does i usually clip it ah one for three folks at home he's one for four bricking he's bricking everything shooting free throws like Shaq. Mm, that's a cheap roll in, but I'll take it two for five. Hey, sure. Um, it's all in the flicking errors. Back to what I was saying. Um, on the topic of, you know, com- D3 commitment season, which um, we think is hilarious, uh, social media and how high schoolers use them in athletics um, has a big part with like a lot of kids don't realize the shit that coaches actually look at. And that's one of them, right? Um, I've seen a lot of dumb, dumb things. And you've seen professional athletes get like drafted, like Larry Tunsil. Larry Tunsil got hit hard. Hard. A video of him smoking weed out of a bong mask. uh, Literally. literally Gas mask that goes around your face. Um, Dropped him from making first round millions, millions of dollars he lost for that. Um, I just had a conversation with a freshman. Um at the school around me i just had a conversation because he his um profile picture was him on the bench at a basketball game hands behind his legs feet completely stretched kicked out and i was like okay this is not what you want people to see and he goes i'm only a freshman i'm like if you think people aren't looking at any of this, then you don't really believe in yourself of having a future. And if you want to have a future in anything athletically related, you got to start making those habits of doing stuff right, correctly now. And on top of that, with all these um, athletes and high schoolers getting on social media a ton, so are the coaches. Oh, and you have to, like, you're starting to see like true personalities come out on a, on a social media page uh, being, you know, I coached at a high school in Michigan. Tommy does too. Right now I used to, I don't coach anymore. <clears throat> I had some really, really good athletes um, that either didn't go somewhere because of grades or because of um, social media. 
and it's mind blowing to me. Like, just watch what you post. You know, I just it, there's there's no really easy way to do it, but a lot of it is shit talking. A lot of trash talk happens on social media. I love seeing it. The pros do it. You see it in the pros all the time. Um, more in the combat sport aspect, but not – you'll still see trash talk between colleges, between pros, and it kind of gives a bad demeanor to social media for youth because then they think it's okay. I got a question. I may or may not have trash talked um, in high school with one tweet that I'm thinking of. Um, so we played a running back. He was a football player. We played a running back. He had dreadlocks. Oh, no. During said game, he lost dr- multiple dreadlocks because he they were used to tackle him. When Ball fair and love and war, baby. That's legal. He ran by one of our DNs. Our DN yanked it out. Ah, and um, they were left on the field. He tweeted, yo, can I get my dreads back? I said, nah, fam. <laughs> that's not even bad thomas it's not even bad like is that that's once again i am like the last person to talk about shit talking <clears throat> i'm bad at it unless i just use a bunch of cuss words and put it together like you motherfucking bitch whore like that's <laughs> my that's my best shit talking like in football games like i remember it very clearly we were playing kalamazoo college and some guy was talking trash to our star d end and he goes, watch your sideline, bro. And I turned and stepped in front of our Deanna. I go, no, you watch your sideline. And he grabbed me by my fucking horse collar. I was like, you're done fucking talking for the day. You suck at it. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you watch your sideline. I got, I got in trouble with my parents in high school because I had a kid who was just chirping. Just chirping. We were up by about. 25 going in going into the fourth and i was trying to walk to my sideline but i had just finished a block so he was pissed off out on the edge i had just finished a block so i drove him into the ground Fuck yeah got up he was pissed off just john just john right in my ear hole and i went pushed my arm through his face like past his face mask by like cross facing him basically nice just pointed at the scoreboard because we were up by 25 going into the fourth but the thing was, is I pointed because my grandpa and my dad did this. You, instead of pointing with your index finger, you're pointing with your middle finger. I don't know. It's something weird that my family has done for years. So I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me your dad and your grandfather, <clears throat> who I know one of the two, points with their middle finger. And that, I've like never, not, ca- I've never caught on to it. Nobody does. <clears throat> nobody does. You just, it's quick. It's like, hey, it's over. It's over. It's over there. It's over yeah. there. Yep. Wow. Nobody. I'm going to start doing that. I like that. So I did it. So imagine seeing this in the stand. Yeah, you got flagged. You definitely got a 15-yarder. It was in between quarters, and I was walking back to my sideline. He was drawing my ear. I pushed my hand, like, past, pushed through his face mask, pointed with my middle finger to the scoreboard, and then my parents, the entire – I was in front of our stands who were filled to the brim, and all of these people thought I was just – flipping this kid off and flipping That must off. be nice. I never had packed home games. We were good. We suck dick. And that I'm going to transition into our next topic with that. That's a great There's game. a reason why we suck dick. <clears throat> so our middle school teams were always really, really good at my high school. I went to school in Lansing. 
uh, we always had a really good middle school team uh, at my high school or in my school district. And we always got real shitty after that. And you go, oh, well, Cam, that's because a bunch of your best freshman players got moved to JV and the team separated. And I'm talking yeah. all levels. A lot of our kids transferred to another school district down the road. This brings up the topic that Tommy and I wanted to just chat about for a minute. What would you do as a parent? As a parent, would you have your kids stay in a school district that might not be so great in athletics or have that reputation? But it's where they grew up. You might not get looks by colleges because that is a thing. Where you grow up, where you're from, your OG town, or do you transfer your kid's school of choice to another school that has a good athletic program? So that they can get more exposure and they can get the opportunity to excel in the sport they you feel they are good at. Exactly. And, and that it's a it's a debate and a question that I've always had. Ooh, sorry, burps. The high noon burps. Don't you dare. <sighs> um thank God. <laughs> Sponsored by High Noon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a running joke that's gonna get really fucking annoying by episode four and five. It's episode it's gonna be episode three, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna change it up maybe by episode three. Maybe I'll get sponsored by then. So then I'll just go to like liquor or well, water. Dasani. That's what you need to go to, motherfucker. <laughs> sponsored by Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. He works there. <laughs> Um, God, I'm gonna clip that and be shirtless. Nice. Um, <laughs> not my best chest day. Uh, so pretty much, the debate is like, what What do you do? And like, I guess I can probably speak for Thomas and myself on this. And Thomas, speak up if I'm fucking wrong. But like, we're both pretty loyal people. Um, stick to your hometown. Stick to your roots. Stick to where you grew up transferring to schools i get it but at the same time i don't because those schools still have pretty good athletes and like odds are they know that program better than you they're already in they already know where they're going you they don't grew up there they grew up there and that's just what it is and like i i've seen it like uh, I'll, I'll name drop a professional athlete that went to the Lansing school districts who was in my school district to start Denzel Valentine. He's a basketball player. I believe he's with the bulls. I believe so too. He might be with the Hornets Hornets now. He was with the bulls when he got drafted out of MSU. uh, His father went for the coaching job. Didn't get it at my high school. Ended up at the school that he went to school or Denzel ended up at. And Denzel grew from there. Amazing basketball player, amazing guy, amazing family. Not shitting on him in any way, shape, or form. Yep, plays for the Bulls. Yep, but he grew up in Lansing. Yep, yep, he did. He's he's a five one seven boy. What? Three years older than you. Yep, I got to watch him play. Guy was cold. Guy was cold. I got to watch Brandon Johns play too. He's currently at the University of Michigan. Uh, he's from East Lansing. Guy was clean. I watched him brick a three pointer and then dunk it back, and I was just amazed. Just shot it right off the brick, went straight up in the air, and homie just went, ah, pow. <laughs> Fucking beautiful. Um, but no, like that's, I guess that's the, the brief discussion we wanted to have. I mean, Tommy and I don't really have a opposing, uh, opposing point of view on that. Uh, 
you know, I think that's just kind of where it's at is don't be a dick and transfer your kid because you think the grass is greener on the other side. And for devil's advocate, I understand where you're coming from with wanting your kid to get more exposure. But the thing that I don't understand is how the the thing that I've seen is that people will come and find you if you're good enough. Yep. And it's and it sucks because it's like it's hard when you don't play against talent. Like one of our teammates, um, Beep, what BP was a record holder in eight man football, and he got looked at for D three. Like that's where he got his looks at um, was D three, and he was a record holder and a multiple record holder for yards and touchdowns in eight man football. So it's hard to wrap your head around like, okay, maybe if my kid balls out, then the, the colleges will find them. It's a, it's a balancing act of getting exposure and giving your kid a, just a, a childhood, a, a beautiful childhood. Cause Growing up with the kids I played with my senior year and then seeing where all of us go and sprout and mushroom or mushroom cloud out from like we started at we started where I was where I started we started where I was and then we all made it out of that that is there's so much more pride in your hometown and there's so much willingness to want to come back dudes where did he go to school after that? Where did he go to school after you left? He went to Sexton. Lansing. Do you, Sexton. Think, he's a, do you think he's a huge? I'm I'm sure because of what. Oh no! And Sexton's got a lot of love for him. Sexton's a great high school too. Um, Lansing's kind of weird, right? You got five different five different high schools, all in the city of Lansing, and one private school. So you got Eastern, Sexton, Everett, Waverly. Sorry, four. Am I missing someone? Eastern, Everett, Sexton, East Lansing. If you want to count them Waverly. So there's five. Then you got Lansing Catholic, Lansing Christian. There's seven Lansing schools <clears throat> plus some of the super small ones um, and the outside cities. <clears throat> so you have a lot of options and then you have Grand Ledge, uh, Charlotte. I've seen people go everywhere. Um, we became a springboard. My high school became a springboard. Um, we literally had multiple players leave from our school to go to the school that beat us in the playoffs. And then next year they won the state title and Martin Luther King. Um, Man, that's, a, that's a hell of a school. That's a hell of a program. We lost to them by six. Heck. <laughs> All river. I mean, river rouges. We had eight river rouge kids that transferred in from river rouge because their parents didn't like the school district of river rouge. They transferred in. I used to work out there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you got better. Um, so it was weird because we had kids coming in and school of choicing us, but we also had kids leaving and school of choicing themselves to, to springboard. Yep. We were, I worked with a kid who, and this was weird because it was the pandemic, but he left and took his butt down to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Because he was going to play here. We got a COVID pause and he hightailed it. A couple, a couple, like two weeks before the start of the season. 
and then COVID got lift or the COVID balls got lifted. We could play with restrictions. He was gone. Gonzo, starting quarterback. See you later. Bye. And it just coming from and see the reaction of the city. See the reaction of the city to that kid and that family. That fa- he had a cousin in the program that got ostracized because of that. And it's like, it's just mind boggling to put your kid through that. But at the same time, you're looking, you're looking to get them to a better future and better college. And it's like, there's a positive thought to it, right? Like, like you said, like you want your kid to go to the next level. You want them to have that opportunity to be, uh, you know, best they can be on scholarship and the best they can be. And that, that opens up doors and opportunities, whether it's, Odds are it's not professional league football, but like you still become something out of it and you get those connections. It's not about what you know, it's about who you know. And I am always preaching that uh, in any workplace, in any job, in any career, in any athletic. It's not about what you know all the time, it's about who you know. Mm-hmm. It's about your heart and who you know. So I guess that's this is a little, uh, probably a good spot here shortly uh to wrap up here for this 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 episode um i guess a little a little heads up and a little focus on what's going on uh in the next week hold on i gotta i want to check the time real fast before we get okay we got a we got a couple more minutes where we can bullshit yeah um let's bullshit let's bullshit thomas we're good at bullshitting right it's what we do best Business major and a social major, man. Trapped on an island. Listening. You can only bring three items. Here's the... It cannot be be electronics. It cannot be... uh, You have enough food, water, and like hunting supplies on the island to make yourself survive. And wood. So you can build stuff. Pretty much, but you're you're not stranded and dying. Like you have enough supplies to live. You just get to bring three items. What are your three items? And don't you bullshit me. Cause I have at least one in my mind. So fire away. You have one of my items in mind. Oh no. One of my items already is set. Like there's no question I'm bringing it. So you're, you're first, you're first. And you're first. Item? Mine's very X-rated. So yeah, you're first. God bless it. Is it? For you? No, no, no. I, w- I want to know what you're bringing. What are you bringing? Are you bringing like a volleyball with a, a head cut out or a little hole cut out in his mouth? Like Wins- or, uh, Wilson? Wilson. 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 I'm so sorry, Wilson. Wilson, no. <laughs> Such a fucked up movie. It was a really, very fucked up it's movie. It's good, though. It's, it's a solid movie. Um, I would probably bring... I could build so if I have wood, I can build myself some dope ass furniture. That would require you already have enough wood there. That would require me to be handy enough and conscious enough to build said furniture. My shit would be worse than IKEA. It would be. I know it. Um okay, so I can build some furniture. Obviously, I can work on some shade, not a big deal. Food is not a big deal. Nope. Um so these are things I'm guessing that are just like stupid, but you would want. Yeah. 
whatever you want. What do you want to bring? You get like, and it's not electronic. It no, no electronics, but it can be wild. You could be like, I want to bring a basketball court. Son of a bitch, there's a basketball court on your fucking island. I fuck how often I play basketball. It might be worth it. I said that because I know Thomas hoops a lot. Not any other reason. All right, you fucking psychos. Some people are gonna DM me like, that's racist. I'm gonna be like, yeah, you can't even tell. It's a fucking podcast. It's it's over audio. You can't tell me what race Thomas is unless you follow our Instagram. So, which is Scott's Take Shots, by the way. Um, Tell your friends at Instagram. Follow us. Uh, We're a rowdy group of guys that like having fun. Normally have guests on our podcast. Um, Tell your friends. Sponsored by High Noon. It's a great time. I'm going to kill that joke early. Um, Can I bring my entire garage gym? Yeah. 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 I would love to do that. That would be pretty sweet. Thomas is bringing his entire entire gym from his garage. What else are you bringing? I would – I think I'd love to bring – my basketball hoop. I don't need a whole court. Just give me a hoop. He's bringing a hoop. All right. He's bringing I a hoop. Bring a basketball hoop. I could probably more. I could. I could probably get stuff to shoot through it. I don't need a basketball. He's gonna use a fuck coconut. All right. What's your third? I was thinking coconut or pineapple. Yeah. Um. I feel like you have something to do with like for yours is something to do with porn or just sex in general. No. That was a very unconvincing no. Um, I would say, oh, I would bring some amazing, amazing candles. I love candles. Thomas leaves his fucking girlfriend. <laughs> Doesn't bring his fucking girlfriend to the island. You I know said why? anything except electronics. Your girlfriend's not a fucking mechanical no, doll. No, you want to know why? You want to know why? Because you called it items. I don't look at her as an item. She is not a an object. She is her own woman. <laughs> you got such good friends. You're such a good man. So the first thing I would bring, all right, last one. And then I, I we're done with the questions because damn that someone's going to like, look, I end up with a couple DMs and a couple texts. I don't know about you from when we do these podcasts and like, yeah, I get roasted for some of the shit I say, but at least I'm honest and modest about it. People. You're going to get the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth on this podcast from Cameron Lee. We are hot. Whether you fucking like it or not, that's what I'm about. We're also just assholes. This is a hot podcast. We are humble, open, and transparent. I have to put the NSFW tag on our podcast, on our episode. Sorry. I'm not going to keep saying the word podcast. Nope. Not again, motherfuckers. Thanks, Uh, man. All right, Thomas, you get to ask the final question of the night. Pick a topic. Let's run with her. Okay. Um, food. You have to have one food for the rest of your life. What is it? Oh. Yeah, I know you're a foodie. Oh, come on. Like, so for the people at home, I'm going to humble brag for a minute before I get to the answer to this question. I used to be 300 pounds. 
Um, in college, I played defensive line. I got fat, not fat, but like big. You can't uh, do that with fat ideas with food. I'm now, I'm at now at 240 pounds. Uh, it's taking me some time, but we're there. We're there. We're grinding out. I've got good friends that have helped push me. Thomas, uh, some of my other friends from back home, uh, really helped me lose the weight by whether it's challenging each other on like the Apple watches or them just calling me a fat fuck every day. Like, thank you. I'm pretty confident I wasn't the fat fuck friend. No, thank. Big shout outs to like David. Big shout outs to like those guys. You know who you are. A lot of love. Um, my favorite food of all time that I could probably go days and days with eating because there's so many different types of it. Sushi. No question. Really? I would eat. Oh, I love sushi. I love sushi. You got like. Uh, I mean, you can go with just like the, the, the actual tempura rolls and go with the raw fish on top and the gar- uh, ne- oh, I'm going to fuck up the saying of this Nagari, uh, which is just like a rice, pa- like almost rice patty with raw fish on top. I love the taste of raw fish. Um, there's a joke in there with about my ex-girlfriends. I'll let you guys connect A to B. Um, it ain't going to be me. But I, I love I love the taste of raw fish. I love the texture and the flavors that come from sushi. So, what about you, Thomas? Pasta. Ah, too many. There, carbs. There's a. It's a lot of carbs. Too many but carbs. there is so many different types of pasta, man, and I love it. Like, and I and you know you can throw a many many a different thing into a pasta, and it's more than likely gonna taste pretty damn good. So. I have no problem saying that I'm comfortable with my decision. I like it. (laughs) I like it. So wrapping up today's podcast, a couple things that we touched on, whether it was uh, high school, social media, talk about high school athletes and transferring uh, D three commitment week, which is a great week. Um, Fucking fun time. You know what? Let me, let me get the theme song rolling here one more time. Um, take it out take us out real quick so while I'm covering up everything this song is called My Type it's by Saint Motel uh, a lot of love for this song uh, Thomas showed it to me absolutely love it looking forward to the next podcast episode we're going to have a couple guests on we're going to talk about relationships we're going to get the female per, uh, perspective on things and we're really going to run with it but I, I have a gut feeling there's going to be a lot of fucking hot takes Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for being a part of the Scott Speak Shots family. Here's one shot to you. Let's close this out for the night. Thank you for being part of the tribe.